Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the book of Daniel. We're in the ninth chapter of this wonderful passage where Daniel is interceding and praying on behalf of his people. Remember what happened. He'd been reading in the books and saw that according to the prophet of Jeremiah, that the time of the desolations of Jerusalem was to be 70 years. And he realized that they were at the end of that 70-year period. But he knew that the people had not really changed. And so in verse 3 of chapter 9, it says that he gave his attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. Then in verse 4, he said, I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed and said, and we've covered from verses 4 through 13 what he said. So I want to read this again because it's so important to, to hear what he was praying to the Lord and to understand that we are to pray in like manner. Okay, we're to pray this way uh, for our nation, for the people, uh, for the world, for the body of Christ. Alas, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned and committed iniquity, acted wickedly, rebelled, even turned aside from your commandments and ordinances. Moreover, we have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Righteousness belongs to you, O Lord, but to us, open shame, as it is this day, to the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all Israel, those who are nearby, and those who are far away, and all the countries to which you have driven them, because of their unfaithful deeds which they have committed against you. Open shame belongs to us, O Lord, to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong compassion and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him, nor have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his teachings which he set before us through his servants, the prophets. Indeed, all Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, not obeying your voice. So the curse has been poured out on us, along with the oath which is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, for we have sinned against him. Thus, he has confirmed his word, which he spoke against us and against our rulers who ruled over us to bring on us great calamity. For under the whole heaven, there has not been anything like what has been done to Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this calamity has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquity and giving attention to your truth. <clears throat> so what we see here, that's up to the 13th verse. We've covered this in previous episodes. Daniel is acknowledging and stating before Lord God, God, you warned us about this. You told us in the law of Moses what would happen if we did not obey you. When we did not obey you, you sent your prophets, and your prophets told us what would happen. And particularly uh, Isaiah, who lived uh, before Daniel, and I want to say, let's say roughly 150 years, okay? Um, he prophesied calamity would come. 
calamity. And in verse 12, it's described as a great calamity, what had happened to Jerusalem. In verse 13, that this calamity has come. It came because they did not listen to the law of Moses and obey it. They did not listen to the prophets who was reminding them of the law of Moses. So what happens out of this? Verse 14, therefore, that's the reason I really wanted to read it all. Therefore, the Lord has kept the calamity in store and brought it on us. For the Lord our God is righteous with respect to all his deeds which he has done. But we have not obeyed his voice. So what had happened? Why were the children of Israel in exile, the southern kingdom right now in Babylon, and <coughs> the northern kingdom had been hauled off many years before, uh, 722 uh, B.C., by the Assyrians. Why? Because they had not been faithful to the Lord. They had not been obedient to the Lord. And the Lord kept this calamity in store. Now, don't hear that and don't read that from the perspective of thinking, oh, well, God was just planning for the right moment to do this, and boy, he was going to bring his uh, revenge upon them. He was going to avenge all this. No, there's something else I think going on here. This calamity was kept in store because he was not ignoring what the people had done. He was giving them opportunity to repent. He was giving them opportunity to turn. What does it say here? The Lord has kept the calamity in store and brought it on us. So he kept it in store, brought it on us, for the Lord our God is righteous with respect to all his deeds which he has done. But we have not obeyed his voice. In righteousness, the Lord kept the calamity in store, awaiting to see if perhaps his people would obey his voice. Now, did God know what was going to happen? Well, absolutely he knew. He knows everything that will happen, and he knows everything that might happen. He knows every variable. He knows every element of it all. Okay? And that type of thing, we really join in with the prophet Isaiah saying, oh gosh, God, your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Your ways are higher than my ways. I can't understand them. Well, there we go. But what God was doing was that he was keeping these, this calamity in store, awaiting to see if the people would obey his voice. And they didn't. So because of that, great calamity came. Now, I mentioned in the previous episode, a lot of times people say, and I've heard this preached, I've heard it taught, I've had it said in Bible studies, people say, oh, God doesn't bring calamity upon his people. Oh, really? <laughs> and as you see it all through the scripture. And then they'll come back, well, he only does that, he only did that to the Jewish people because they were disobedient, but he doesn't do it to us as believers. Really? There's not things that are negative that have come upon our lives, that are not things that we might call calamity? Really? Ex explain that to the Apostle Paul. Explain that to the early church. Explain that to the church in Iran today. Explain it to the church in China today. Okay? You know, we, we interpret the scripture with our Western rose-colored glasses on, okay? And we err in doing this. So let me just close with the 15th verse, okay? And now, O Lord our God, who have brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and have made a name for yourself as it is this day, we have sinned 
and we have been wicked. So Daniel is confessing the sins that they had done before, okay, that have brought them into this 70-year period, but he's confessing even more than that. I think, and we'll see the balance of the prayer, that, he, that he's concerned about the heart of the people now. He's even concerned about his own heart. And he's saying, we have sinned, Lord. We have turned against you. I know that our time is up according to Jeremiah and that something's going to be happening. He wasn't quite sure what that was going to be yet, though the prophets gave him insight into it, right? But he says, Lord, we have sinned and we have been wicked. I think this might be a really good place for the body of Christ to start with the various things that are happening within it. Some denominations are finding themselves at the point where they're going to divide because of things. Well, it's real simple. One part wants to adhere to the Word of God, another part doesn't want to. You know, we've sinned, we've been wicked. I believe if we started praying this way, and the prayer that you see in Daniel 9, Ezra, uh, Ezra 9, and Nehemiah 9, if we were to pray those prayers, what might the Lord do? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.